What's up, Borderline? It's your boy, Victor. And I'm Tommy. We're blowing smoke, and with Neon Desert behind us, we're here to give you guys the inside scoop on how our weekend was. Oh, man. Wasn't it great? It was, dude. What was your favorite part of the weekend, aside from the music? For sure, hanging out with all the El Pasoans, getting all the good eats. The first thing I want to touch base on is the local lineup, because I felt it was really great. I felt we had like a lot of talent on there, and it's, re it's really awesome to see them re representing El Paso on such a big stage. Who was your favorite local act of the weekend, Tommy? My favorite local act is, of course, Jordan Taylor. Dude, how did you feel about her set? I mean, we got there a little bit late, but we still got to catch the tail end of her set, and it was phenomenal from what I remember. Oh, I remember. It was, it was just great. And isn't, isn't this her first? It wasn't it her first Neon? I think. I believe it was. And I think it's it's very cool that Neon, like like I said, gives them that platform to be able to put their talent out there in front of people who may or may not have like traveled from out of El Paso. So, or like people from El Paso who just haven't heard her name before. So yeah. I think that was like a big uh, wave of exposure for her. And it's really cool to see what they can bring. Yeah, honestly, because I feel like it's it's a testament for those artists to be able to like put on a show and like put on the best show they can because to them, I assume like this is one of the biggest shows that they've ever played to date. Yeah. And for me personally, my favorite local act was uh, Ribo Ruckus. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar with them, they are, it started off as this jazzish collective, um, which was Ribo Flavin, and then um, this other guy, his name's uh, Ralph the Ruckus, and he collaborated with them. They like working together. They needed an MC, so they worked together. So now it's called Ribo Ruckus. I think like the blending of sounds like with rap and jazz, like it, it's really amazing, I feel, to be able to also like grab two different audiences. Yeah, for sure. I feel like jazz has been going down like lately in the polls and putting rap and jazz together is just like a nice little riboflavin. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think as well as the, the local acts that got to be on the main stages, acts that also, they have a silent disco stage. Those of you guys that are unfamiliar, a silent disco stage is where they play music, uh, typically DJs and you put on headphones in the crowd and you get to choose which channel you're listening to, which DJ you want to listen to while you're all in the same tent. Um, we actually got, were able to get an interview with one of the artists that was playing Silent Disco that night. His name is Pax. Um, super cool local artist from El Paso. Um, he definitely seemed very excited to play at Neon this weekend. So. He was also excited to see all the artists. Man, I've never seen somebody so excited to see other artists as much as that guy. Honestly, they, he was very, like, Humble in it too. So shout out to Pax. If you guys want to follow him on Instagram, it's at P-P-A-A-X-X. Um, so let's go ahead and give that interview a listen. Here we go. What's up, Borderland? Uh, it's your boy, Victor. And I'm Tommy. And we're here at Neon Desert Music Festival uh, this week covering for KTSM. We're here with Pax. He's going to be playing the Neon Desert stage uh, today from what time? From 11 to 12. Go check it out. Woo woo! So what was the process like getting booked here? Um, so honestly, like it really comes down to who I knew. Like I knew I have a lot of great connections that I've met throughout the time, and they really helped with getting me on here. Nice. Um, uh, shout out Madhouse and Like a G. Honestly, <laughs> I, I can't go out without shouting them. They're my boys. Like. Um, what was it like being able to say that you're gonna be playing on the lineup? That uh, well, I assume yeah. you're from here. Yeah, I'm from here. I mean, so like. You see it all the time. You see a lot of like local local name DJs that are announced that they're playing silent disco or like a stage here, you know. And so I've I've been asking, I've been talking to my friends for a while to see if they can get me on, and they've told me 
couple months ago that they could, but it wasn't until recently where I got it confirmed. Where I, where I announced it, and I was like, oh my god, dude, like, it's my first festival, you know? Like, even if it's Silent Disco, it's like, oh, it's a festival, and I'm... It's a festival. It's a big, it's a big thing. Really is there anybody that like you're excited to see here? Uh, dude, Rez, hands down, Xiaomi <laughs> for sure. Those are like headliners. the headliners, dude. They're gonna go hard. They're gonna take us all. Straight up. Um, what kind of music do you produce? Uh, a lot of dubstep, uh, a lot of trap, and future bass. Check out my SoundCloud at Pax Music, P P A A X X Music. SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything is all under that. Yeah. Um, and actually, sorry, I just released good. a song. Friday, which was yesterday, it's called Skanka. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, S K A N K A H, Skanka. Check it out. It's on everything. Where do you see yourself going from here? Like, what what is your ultimate dream going with music? Um, so I've been doing music for years. I've started in bands, and that's where my true passion came from is drumming. So I have that ultimate vision since I started just play music to people. You know, spread love. I love. The energy of shows, festivals, and everything like that, and that's what I want to live in, you know? Do you have a best show experience? Uh, probably, honestly, like every single recent show is the best show experience. It gets better and better. It's just really <laughs> awesome. It's so awesome. I love it. I love meeting all the fellow producers in El Paso, all the fellow DJs. Everyone else is sharing the same vision as me, you know? There's, there's a lot of talent here in El Paso. We're playing, we're playing, uh, yeah, I think working with them, dude. Like, there's so many, so much good producers and work, yeah. music, dude, it blows my mind. I think that that's one of the highlights that El Paso has as opposed to, like, bigger cities is that, like, they have this collective, like, state of mind. Literally, bro, like, I, like, I listen to producers and, like, people, like, Oh, that just do it for fun and they're so good I'm like what the hell dude like release this like, it's like you should be yeah. living in LA yeah dude, like you should be playing these shows like that's what I do like if I have a song I don't see a reason to keep it unreleased it's doing it it's a disservice to the people that support me you know like put it out everyone like let's get it going like I think that's know? a good tip for everybody yeah, listening if you have music put it out dude yeah. Put it out. It's not doing you any good. Not not releasing it. Put it out. Put your music out. Now. <laughs> Even if now. it sucks, you're just going to get better. Even if it sucks, dude, your next song is going to be better than the next one. Better. Right? Exactly. You know it, I mean, that's how it works for the podcast. So. Out, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel you. Um, if you want to shout out your Instagram, SoundCloud one more time. Shout out. Uh, Pax Music. P-P-A-A-X-X Music. Everyone. Thank you, guys. Thanks, all of El Paso. Thanks, Blowing Smoke. Appreciate Thank you, man. This, dude. Thank you guys so much. Let's party. Let's have a great night. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Yeah, dude. Thank you for your time, brother. Uh, you, hope you have a good rest of the weekend. You too, man. Let's take care. Once again, shout out to Pax for letting us get that interview. Um, his set was great that night. So if you ever have the chance to see him and you live in El Paso, go for it. Uh, I thought one of the other things that was really cool of a concept for Neon Desert to bring, which is something that I personally haven't seen in any, any other music festivals, um, perhaps it's out there, but they brought in a skate park as well as like live luchadores, like live wrestling. Wow. What an experience to see the whole man just flying over the ropes. I didn't know they could like actually do that. Like, <laughs> it's no joke. It's real. Wrestling is real. I think but, like being able to to be at a music festival at times, maybe there's not an artist that you want to see. Maybe... You're just a little bit tired of, of like blasting your ears with sound. So being able to go to the skate park and like doing this like live wrestling thing, I yeah. thought it was a cool addition so that people don't have to just sit on the curb. 
and do nothing you know they they got to see other things they got to experience i mean this other aspect of a festival which like i said is not something that i typically see and we already know that there's a lot of skateboarders in el paso so i bet that was huge yeah like happiness and i think that's even cooler like that you mentioned that like not only is it giving exposures to these artists like uh, music like musicians but also to like the skaters like the live wrestling and then also like bringing in the live art of it you know like that's it's it's i think that is more of a common staple for a music festival to incorporate art but i think it's it's definitely something different in el paso because like there's just so much love in the community it's such a big art influenced town so it, it truly having is. neon and grab that and hold on to it is amazing it is and i think being able to showcase that towards people who aren't usually inclined to go see art a lot of people love music and everything but i feel like there's that that disconnect where they just don't they're not exposed to art in the way that they could be i feel like those artists really have a chance to put themselves out there and really make an impression on, on the entire audience that's there that weekend. Just to shout out a couple of the live artists, we've got Miguel Ibarra, Oscar Ruiz, um, Kristen Apodaca, which you've probably seen her stuff all around town. She's got murals outside of Neon Row. She does murals for a bunch of people here. Thousand Grams Club, Exist 1981, which from, if you're from El Paso, even if you're not, you've probably heard the name. And the Jellyfish Collective. <laughs> I think all of these people, I mean, those are just a few off of the list. And I think they all they all killed it. They did a tremendous job with, with what they were trying to portray. And, you know, we, we got the chance to speak with a couple of them. And they they were very, very gracious to be there, very happy that they were selected to be able to be a part of something so big for El Paso. If you've been previous years, you know that it's held uh, within San Jacinto Plaza. Uh, San Jacinto's always been a part of it. This year they threw in a new location a couple blocks down. And I've got to say, man, I mean, I was really going to, I was kind of bummed that they were moving it, but I had a pretty good time. I think the location was pretty good. I was, I was, I was somewhat impressed. I was pretty, I was pretty happy with what it went down and yeah. how they made the, the streetcar accessible for everybody. And it was right there for everybody to use, get back and forth to where you needed to go. And it was pretty chill. They had big parties on the bus and everything. Yeah. And like the streetcar definitely helped with traffic. Uh, usually when you get out of neon it's like a mess and this year you know shout out to the to the producers of the festival shout out to everybody who made that layout because they ran it really smooth it it went off without a hitch i feel um the festival layout was really like it expanded you had much more room kind of an acl vibe if you've ever been you kind of like have to walk a ways like a ways away for to get to a different stage but it also helps with the sound and stuff so it was super cool to experience Neon in a new light this year. Another thing that was absolutely bomb and one of the highlights of Neon every single year is the food, the food trucks, food all of food. them. We've got all these local you know, restaurants here providing for us, um, just like Crave. Crave had a taco truck out there. They also provided the food for VIP, which was excellent. Obviously, being from El Paso, it's it's going to be overloaded by taco trucks, which is never a bad thing. I'm sure you could agree with not, that, Tom. <laughs> not at all. No, sir. Um, but, I mean, if that wasn't your thing, they had, like, shawarma. 
They had loaded tater tots. They had a Classico kitchen. If you guys have never been there, I suggest you guys do. They'd make some really good red beer mixes. Um, they had some Jeski concepts out there, as well as like your traditional pizza at a music festival. Um, what was one of the best things that you tried this weekend? Um, my goodness. I, I know I said the wings, but the pizza was A1. What was that? I can't even remember what the Pizza Hut was called, but I think oh it might have been. It was pizza called Hut. Uh, Ron's Hot Pizza. Oh, Ron's Hot Pizza. That's right. Yeah, which wow. I had never heard of before, but I am a fan now for sure. Oh yeah, A one Pizza, you guys, good stuff. I personally liked, um, like I mentioned before, Crave uh, also catered to the VIP. So for those of you guys listening, if you didn't shell out for the for the VIP passes, I'd honestly recommend that for next year you guys do. VIP has so many amenities, so many great things. They had a free barber, a free masseuse. You didn't have to wait for anything in line. Yeah, and um, I mean, the food that Crave provided for VIP was excellent. Also in the VIP, they had this cool photo booth where you would stand on like this pole and then you would fall back and it would take a picture of you falling back into a bunch of balls. And oh, the ball pit. Yeah, the ball pit. Dude, yeah, that, that photo booth was really cool. It's not a concept that I've ever seen played out before. Usually photo booths are like, here, hold this up, and we'll take a picture of you. Right. Um, definitely having that concept. Like, con- conceptual photo booths is something that has always been prevalent at Neon Desert. If you guys have been before, I mean, they've had plenty of different installments with the photo booth. Um, and I think it's something that's great. And to give us a little bit more information about that photo booth specifically, uh, Mr. Photo Booth himself, um, we've got his interview right here. So let's take a listen. What's up, Borderland? It's your boy Victor. And I'm Tommy. And we're here at Neon Desert this weekend covering it for KTSM. Uh, we're here with Justin, the owner of Mr. Photo Booth El Paso. Um, just a couple quick questions. I wondered, like, what is it like continuously being invited to like all of the main events in El Paso? Yeah, it's really exciting. Uh, Neon Desert's kind of like a, a moving point for us each year. Every time it's bigger and bi- bigger and better, uh, coming out with new different activations and stuff like that. It's really exciting to be part of uh, you know homegrown El Paso festival like this. For sure. Um, is there a specific? Do you think that you put out your best installations for Neon, or is there a specific one that you want to highlight that you think was the best idea that you've come up with? Yeah, so definitely every year is something new. Um, you know, one year we did like a mobile ice cream cart that took pictures. Um, last year we pulled out our ball pit where it's, you know, like a big 12 by 12 enclosure where people fall into a ball pit, take pictures, slow motion video. And so every year we kind of have, trying to add something new to our lineup. And it's something that we carry around to the rest of the festivals in, in, in all of Texas. Right. So um, as far as the other festivals in Texas that you mentioned, like what are a couple that you have like provided for? Yeah, so we do Jambalaya Music Festival. That's in Dallas and Austin. Wow. Um, we do Maluna Music Festival. Um, we also did Dreamville, Astro World, all with uh, Scoremore, who produces Neon Desert. Yeah, well, so what is it like working with the Scoremore guys? Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. Uh, you know, it's a lot of people from El Paso. Everybody's from Texas, pretty much. And, you know, now they're doing bigger and bigger festivals, and it's exciting to grow with them as well. Right. Um, was there a difference that you saw in the attraction in other big cities as opposed to in El Paso, or is it just the same like crowd of people like going for it? Yeah, so definitely here in El Paso, it's definitely more artsy crowd. You know, they have a lot of more uh, live art going on, painting, graffiti. Um, that's hugely different from all the other cities that we've been to as well. Okay. 
this. Um, lastly, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Your Instagram, any upcoming events, anything <laughs> like that? Yeah, so just follow us on Instagram uh, at mrpvep. Um, you know, check us out. Quince's weddings as well as big music oh, yeah. festivals and stuff like that. We're launching a couple new products here in the summer, so. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, so one of our new booths called Cactus. Um, it's a really, really simple, nice, modern booth that airdrops to your phone, all social, no printing, anything like that. It's got a lot of cool features, and yeah, you'll see it at an event near you. It's awesome. Well, thank you for your time, man. I really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Shout out to Justin, Mr. Photo Booth Man. Thank you for that interview. And as you guys know, fashion goes hand in hand with photos and photo booths. Why don't we go into that subject? All right, festival fashion is something that is very big, especially in El Paso, as we mentioned before. Being here this weekend, it's we really got to see like the art scene, as we mentioned, is very different from where you see anywhere else, and that goes hand in hand with the festival fashion. These people go all out. Because everybody's like their own art subject. Exactly, and that's that's what I appreciate from the crowd this weekend was like everybody brought their own flair. Like everybody like created their own like self for that. Which was uh I oh, actually I, the one of the things I saw was a Spider Man suit and you could only get away with that at a Neon Festival. Straight up. One of the, the tweets that I actually saw today, um, con- concerning festival fashion was actually uh, quote-unquote neon desert really is the met gala for some of y'all which is very accurate um people like i said they go all out um we had a couple of interviews with some people um that we pulled pull them out of the crowd and they just because they were dressed super fly um so this is their interview what's up lars i'm victor and i'm tommy we're blowing smoke and we're back here at neon desert day two we're here with jonathan and vivian hey so I really want to know, who was your favorite actor yesterday? Uh, yesterday, I would have to say yesterday's performance, I really liked Miguel. It was really chill, it was really, everyone was vibing, having a good time. Um, so that would be mine from yesterday. Uh, definitely Steve Aoki, always bringing that fire. Also, um, Don Amar, representing for the Latino community. Specs, Specs. Hey. And who are you guys most excited to see today? Today, I am most excited to see Wiz Khalifa, for sure, and Deoro. Mine, however, is Young Thug and then Deoro, so we'll see how we get. Is it okay if I can get your best Wiz laugh? Oh, shit. <laughs> What's a Wiz laugh? What's a... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Vivian. Alright guys, this is Blowing Smoke. Thank you to Jonathan and Vivian. Anything you guys want to plug? Your Instagram, anything? Yes, mine B-I-B-I-E underscore 86. And mine is John R underscore 15. Alright guys, thank you for tuning in. See you next time. And shout out to Jonathan and Vivian for that. Um, thank you guys for being uh, very patient with us. As you guys know, we had some technical difficulties during that interview, but um, I guess it's time to get to the part everybody's been waiting for, where we recap the headliners. Woo-hoo. Who was your favorite headliner of the week? My favorite headliner of the week is going to be Wiz. Right behind is Rez. Absolutely. How, what about Wiz's set? Like, was... Wiz's set? He like... He played all the songs that we knew. Like, he knew how to work the crowd in the moment. 
He knew when to blow it and when to not blow it. <laughs> Just as a little back uh, story, uh, Tommy is actually a really big uh, Wiz Khalifa fan. So this weekend was a somewhat of a big moment this for him. Um, so I also agree, Wiz Khalifa was definitely one of the top sets of the weekend for me. Um, he's he definitely knew how to put on a show. He he played all of his hits, which he knew was gonna like bang here in El Paso, you know. Right, and I mean he's been doing it for so long that he knows like exactly. what he's doing. I think that that going into the festival. Wiz Khalifa was one of the performers that I like. I was sure was gonna give me a good show, but somebody that really outshined like my expectations was Miguel, dude. Miguel, Miguel, <laughs> Miguel was great. He put on a true performance. He he was singing. He was dancing. He was interacting with the crowd. So much fun. I don't, so much love, bro. Straight up, I don't think I've ever felt that much energy in a crowd, and being able to see him like, like he really gave off that that vibe that he he was happy to be there you know and i feel like it's something sometimes when you go to a concert you can kind of tell the vibes off where like the artist is tired or something right but miguel really gave it his all oh man i th- there was at one point i don't know if you saw but he was going off to the front of the stage and this fool fell straight down two steps miguel fell yeah he Dude. fell <laughs> so i <laughs> i heard about that like somebody was like didn't he fall and i was like I was like, dude, I didn't see it. Oh, but no, I watched it. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's so funny because... But he got right back up. He's back so in. notorious for falling. Like, a couple years ago at the Grammys, he was performing, and he, like, he kicked this girl in the head on accident. No. Like, because he fell. <laughs> well, but, shout out to Miguel for not kicking anybody <laughs> this time. Um, you had mentioned Rez. Um, she also exceeded my expectations. Um, how did you feel about her show? Oh, that was wild. It's because I recently started listening to Rez. So that was the first concert of Rez that I've been to. And it just blew my mind. Her visuals were insane. I feel like the at the beginning, she wasn't she, the crowd wasn't into it. But then after that, the crowd started getting into it. And she started playing her stuff. Yeah. And I feel like that's when it went off. Yeah, the, the crowd, again, I got to give it up for the crowd because... Without the crowd, the headliners wouldn't have felt it as much, you know. The crowd was giving all their love. Um, isn't El Paso the loudest? Dude, like, yeah, I mean, we've been we've been called the loudest city in the world. So it's something that we pride ourselves in. And clearly, I think the, the artists all saw it. Um, one of the other artists that I saw um, was Steve Aoki. He was really cake energetic. Me, cake me, cake me. <laughs> yeah, we actually we were standing behind one of the girls who ended up getting a cake thrown at her face by Steve Aoki. I mean, just that like fan interaction um, is oh, what he's wild. known for, and it's honestly like like big ups to Steve Aoki as well because he really knows how to put on a performance. I think every headliner this weekend put on their best show, um, and then going back to Rez a little bit. Um, if you guys missed her show at Neon Desert, um, she will be back in El Paso on November 22nd. Oh, no way! <laughs> so don't miss out on that. So that's about it for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed our Neon Recap. We had a great weekend. Shout out to everybody who attended Neon Desert. Shout out to all the producers of Neon Desert. Shout out to all the headliners, local acts. Shout out Taylor Gang. <laughs> Shout out everybody who was involved this weekend. Thank you guys for giving us a great weekend. Um, as always, follow us on Instagram at, at @smokeblowers as well as at KTSMTV. 
Thank you guys for listening. Bye.